From the nosebleeds, Vince Lobiondo here with my co-host Seamus Doyle. What's up, Seamus? How are you today? I'm all right. How about yourself? Uh, I'm all right with you know the circumstances. It's been a rough 26 hours. Weird 26 hours. Uh, right. Uh, To kick things off, like obviously we know where this is going to go, as you can tell from the opening song. Uh, just to get some Philly sports out of the way. Let's just talk, and this is going to directly connect to it. Let's just real quick talk about the Sixers win over the Lakers. Yep. Uh, and again, it, it, it just, something like that tragedy just puts it into perspective. Like, it feels like it doesn't even matter, but Sixers get a 108-91 victory over the Lakers. They dominated them. No Richardson, no Embiid, and they win by a large margin. Uh, LeBron James obviously passes Kobe Bryant as the third leading scorer of all time. Uh, good win for the Sixers, man. I That's all I really got to say about it. Anything for you? I just find it so ironic that it, right. that he passes Kobe in Philadelphia. Well, yeah, all right. Let's just, elephant in the room. Let's as, just get, a, as a member of the Lakers. This is pretty much going to be the entirety of the episode because Eagles, nothing. Phillies, nothing. Sixers, yeah. So, uh but to start it off, Seamus, I figured we're going to be doing a lot of talking about Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Uh, I figured we would just start off by saying we wanted to send our prayers and condolences to the other victims. Uh, John Albata- I don't want to mispronounce any names. John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mouser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Zobain. The other victims of the crash who, obviously, when you're, something like this happens, the person with the bigger name is going to get more of the attention. So, you know, just wanted to start off by saying prayers and condolences to the families. Absolutely. Right. So let's get into it. Kobe Bryant. Sunday morning, helicopter accident passes away. Him and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. And dude, it's just crazy, man. Like I, I woke up or I got home from work because I, w- I work like pretty early on Sundays. I get home, I'm sitting in bed and I just see the tweet from uh someone posted the link from TMZ and uh like I said to you in the car I clicked the link and the timestamp was from 11:30 and me being the idiot that I am didn't take time zones in the consideration so I was like wait a second if this happened at 11:30 it would have been major news by now and then I was like oh shit it's LA time west coast time and then it started blowing up and I was like and then I saw Fox News and I was like dude like this is this is real like yeah man it's it's pretty surreal uh, a guy as big as Kobe, I mean, it, like we were saying earlier, the guy transcends sports. Right, this, yeah. He was, like, just talking about sports, like, he was really the first, like, big athlete that I got into. Like, I might be a big LeBron guy now. Growing up, I was not a LeBron fan. I actually despised LeBron until a few years ago. But uh, 
I was I was I was a Kobe fan. Obviously, you know AI was like a little bit before my time. You know I was born in '99, so I I didn't really get into the majority of Kobe's first three peat and like even AI like until later in the career. But Kobe was that guy. Like when I finally was able to start understanding sports and like really paying attention. Like well, I I spent a lot of time in um in Lower Mar. I actually lived in Lower Marion right. for a period of time. And um, just the people in that community, every every everything was Kobe, man. He he was, and this is long after right. he's gone from uh, from graduating high school. I, I, he was in that town, dude. Because Lower Marion High School, first of all, it's not like this like insane like epicenter for athletes. Like right. they don't produce athletes. It's just like no. an, it's a normal school. It, it's a neighborhood school, and they had this superstar. And they knew he was a superstar right away, right? And just the just what he did for that for that community alone, right? And just going from LM to to the NBA, right? To being a cultural icon and out for Los Angeles. And the guy never forgot where he came from, right? He donated an insane amount of money to that gym to yeah. Kobe Bryant gym at Lerner in high school just a couple of years ago right. not too long ago now I mean yeah just strictly speaking on like his skills as a basketball player like one of the greatest players of all time easily like just reading all of his accomplishments 17 time all-star five-time champ I think he's an 18 time all-star eight 17 or 18 time all-star either way crazy five-time champ two-time finals MVP one-time MVP which is I think horrible he should have been an MVP multiple other times yeah. but that's another that's a debate for another time five-time olympic gold medalist 15-time all-nba team 12-time all-defensive team two-time scoring champ like undeniably one of the greatest players of all time absolutely but like like we both just said like it goes it just goes beyond sports like the guy transcends sports i mean that's that's all you can say and it's just Whenever something like this happens, man, like you don't know what to say. No. Like you think about Holiday and you think about everything. Like Philly's lost its own before, but this time it's an international. It's an international loss. The, to me, this has this. Uh, maybe it's just a heat of the moment thing, but this has to be the most shocking death in sports, like ever. Some people are saying that definitely in our lifetimes. I mean, it, it's just the way it happened too. Like. I, I don't even want to get into like you know what we said earlier like what the the final moments like just knowing what was going to happen happened and that's just it, it's a lot to take in it's it is I still haven't but processed the whole thing no it didn't it doesn't feel real still I mean it just happened on Sunday recording on literally the day after like it yeah. doesn't feel it hasn't settled in yet like Kobe felt like a guy that was going to be around the game and involved in the game in some way shape or form for years to come years he was just getting started really in his and then, retirement and then one years old like he he was just extremely successful in everything he did like he went on to be an oscar winner too like he won off uh, for the for best uh animated short film with deer basketball when you're retired like and then it just gets what really just got me even more so was finding out that his daughter was with him 13 year old it's G- abso- G- G- Bryant, absolutely tragic who as Kobe said on Jimmy Kimmel, was fully ready to take on that mantle of the Bryant legacy. He didn't need a son. He dude, had her. She was a baller. Dude, that Kimmel interview, uh, looking back me. now, dude. Yeah, it broke me. Oh, my God. That meme, you know, with that video of them on the sideline where he was breaking down a play to her and it became a meme. Like, now just looking back at that, it's like, shit. It's sad. Like, just, it's a beautiful moment. But you could tell those two. 
they they definitely had a special bond. Hundred percent. Like you can't like hundred. You can't look at those two and not say yeah they they definitely had a special bond. Right. And it's just and it's just heartbreaking. It it truly is, dude. Like and like, dude, put yourself in in his wife's shoes. It's like uh, it's like almost imagine. it's impossible. It's impossible. Right. I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine. Now something that we talked about in the car that I wanted to get in I want to get in right off the bat here. Something that I took real issue with yesterday during the coverage was just the the display of shit journalism that happened yesterday. And just how all these major media outlets they they couldn't give less of a fuck about facts. They all just want to be first. They want to be the first to report on these stories. They don't they don't give a fuck about what's get, true. They want to get they the clips. Be first. They want to get the clips. Like oh, Kobe's entire family was with him on the helicopter. Oh, uh, that's not from that legit of a source. Cool. Publish it wrong and if it. we're wrong, we're wrong and if we're right, we were first. And the amount of stories that came out like that just ended up not being true. It's like, dude, check your facts before you start tweeting about the lives of children. It doesn't matter to them, dude. It doesn't matter. They, they don't it, they don't have any moral convictions. It made me it, it made me sick, dude. It's it's horrible, and the well, fact the thing that about it is, man. Like people talk about, like how like journalism and when it comes to politics is is skewed and it's not right, and everything's from a different perspective and nothing's down the middle. Right. All right, that's fine. I can live with that, it, even though it's a disgrace to journalism. But when you're talking about people's lives and your children, and you're talking about a tragedy that the family hasn't even been informed yet and they're running with this story. Right. It's just, that that also it's just there's no morals. There's zero zero like human decency. Vanessa in Bryant it. wasn't even aware of the situation when TMZ broke the news. Uh, it's, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> what, what kind of world are we living in where that happens? It's, and it shouldn't I've happen. seen people on Twitter defending TMZ saying, you know, we talked about this saying Oh, well, you know, the real asshole here is the person that sold them, the leaker. The, the leaker. No one told TMZ they had to run the story. Just because someone leaked it to them didn't mean they had to run it. And Like, what but do you TM mean? They're both equally wrong. Organizations like TMZ, when it's it's basically just like, I don't know, paparazzi type shit. All, they, all they, morals they, just out the window. They, they want to have the story before anybody else, and they don't, they don't really take into consideration... Anything else? They, they they don't take into consideration that a, a husband, a father, a son just died. And right. They don't care. No, they just want to be first because they want the click. So I agree with you. I th I think that was totally it's not right. It's immoral, but it is what yeah. it is. Sadly, in today's so, world of uh, right. social media, it's disgusting. Um. Anyway, another big topic on the day, like revolving around this, was uh, a lot of people were calling for the NBA to cancel the games. What do you think about that? I don't know. A, a guy like Kobe, who <laughs> I, I was listening to uh, WIP on the ride over here, and uh, one of his former coaches, Alor Marion, uh, was on, and he I forget his name, but he, he was saying how one time they had to cancel practice at Laura Marion because mm -hmm. the girls had to use the gym. And the entire team was jumping up and down. They got to go home. You know, They were excited that they didn't have to practice that right. day. Kobe was, according to his coach, slamming the basketball up against the wall, saying, "Like we have to practice, we have to practice." Like right. he was like, like pissed off. And to me, like, if you're, this is so cliche. Like, oh, uh, the so and so will want us to go out and do it. 
in Kobe's case, I think they would he would 100% right. be and upset if like, he canceled a game. I definitely see the argument that to be made there, but at the same time it's like when he you was see such a competitor. When you That's see uh about. when you see Austin Rivers and uh Tyson Chandler like crying on the bench and like clearly they're just not well. Like it's hard to like okay, I Kobe would want them to play 100%. But when the NBA preaches mental health for the players, making them play through that is like kind of kind of hypocritical. I don't know. Kevin Love just went through this whole thing about his mental health and how it was a problem. And the NBA was like, "Oh, we fully support our players' mental health," but at the same time, to be having players crying on the bench, it's like mental health is. Here's my argument with that. I just feel like the NBA might look back on this and think we should have just canceled the games. I don't know about that. I I, I understand where you're coming from, but. When it comes to mental health, yeah, it's important to take care of your players and make sure that they're healthy physically and mentally. However, in situations like this, it's called life. I hate to say it, but yeah. people die. Everybody's going to die. And I think it's healthy, and I think it was good, in my opinion, right. that at least they were all together as teammates and they could help each other get through uh, a situation yeah. like this. I mean, everybody's it upset. It is what it is. Everyone's upset about Kobe right. Bryant's passing. He was bigger than life. He was everything. He was... He was a good person, and uh, I, I think that it's good that they that they played because again, I think that that's part of it's part of life. These things happen. It's a tragedy, but just I think like, that they could they they helped right. each other get through it. It just really goes to show you, dude. Like, no matter who you are, no matter how much money you have, no matter how far you reach in this world, dude, it just life could end end at this at the blink of an eye. It should right. be over. And you never know when it's gonna happen, dude. <laughs> like that's that's a big thing that everyone's really talking about. Like, right, like because a giant like this dies suddenly in a horrific, horrific, horrific way. Um, like it, it really does put things again cliche, but it does put things right. into perspective. And again, like it just it's gonna be a lot of cliche things being said, but like just it just makes you like really just like you said, like nothing matters. Like anything like could happen where your life just ends like in the blink of an eye, and like. Just makes you want to just you know like tell 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 the people you love that you love them. Yeah, put people this day and age act like you know like it's a it's an insult to their pride to like tell someone how they feel about them that they admire someone or that they love someone. Like it shouldn't be about that, dude. Like just just if you love someone, tell them you love them. I agree with that, Vince. One hundred percent agree. It's with a that. crazy dude. Like it, and you know it just makes you want to. But you know what the problem is? Situations like this happen, and for two or three days or a week or two, you talk about it. Right. You say, oh, we should take life more seriously or, you know, tell the people that we love that we love them because life's too short. And then a time goes by. It's back you, to normal. It's back to normal. And Right. And I can only speak for myself here, but uh, Kobe... Uh, this this has been the hardest I've ever taken a celebrity's death, and since I am so personally affected by it, being a, like a huge fan and him being an inspiration, not not even in terms of basketball, just the way he lived his life, it it it, it will have an impact on my life. I feel like I will want to start living differently because <clears throat> because of what happened. Just then, this is speaking personally, just because of uh, the big impact he had on my life. I can't speak for anyone else, but I agree with what you're saying. Well. Put it this way, a guy, a guy like Kobe Bryant, I mean, you take him away, it's it's a big loss for the entire world. What right. he did internationally, I mean, 
He took basketball to Asia. He Dude, took, he's he he's basketball all over. He's the world. easily the biggest biggest basketball player around the world. They to love me, him in China. And to me, he was the ba- the NBA's greatest ambassador, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and if you ask, if you asked me that two days ago, three days ago, who do you think the NBA's greatest ambassador is? I would have said Kobe. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I would I would have said the same things about Kobe a year ago. I've always loved Kobe. Like this didn't change anything. It just made me sad. And like, like you said earlier, man, I'm not the biggest, I don't know, basketball freak. Right. But growing up, when I was a kid, Kobe Bryant, he was basketball. Right. Kobe Bryant and AI, that's who I loved. Exactly. Like like you said, like as soon as I could start taking in basketball, Kobe was the top guy. Like, it's like right now, like my brother, uh, he's he's 10, or uh, he's actually 11, sorry, Dom. Uh, but he's, don't disrespect <laughs> Dom like that, damn he, it. Him and his friends have grown up, and like they all love Steph Curry because he has just been the top guy like of their age group. He's their Kobe. Right. So like, <laughs> we grew up, and Kobe was like just the top guy. We all loved to watch him play, even if he, we weren't Laker fans, or he wasn't from he was from Philly, but he didn't play for the Sixers. Put we just all loved him. Put it this way, growing up, I had two basketball jerseys, Allen Iverson, 76ers, and a Lakers Kobe Bryant jersey, and I also got a Lerma and uh, Kobe Bryant jersey right. somewhere laying around, so three jerseys, and that's it. Th- those were my guys. So. Yeah, it just just goes to show you, man, the reach, but uh, like you were saying like about how he would he would have wanted people to play like... That's why, like, something like, you know, the Mamba mentality, like, a lot of people talk about that when it comes to Kobe. Like, that tr- that transcends basketball. The Mamba mentality just transcends basketball. Like, that story you were saying, like, he just wanted to work at his craft. Like, other people were celebrating a day off, and he was saying, you know, no, like, I need to practice. Like, that just, that's just ins- an inspiring way to live your life. Take it out. Of, take it outside of the context of basketball. And think like, about it. That was a 16- or 17-year-old kid. Right. A high school kid. With that mentality, he had it right. since since probably he was born. Right, and he was just a special person. Just take it out of the context of basketball, dude. Like that's just the way that we should all live our lives. Like just wanting to continuously better ourselves and just just grind and just you know be great. Yeah, like it's it's beyond basketball. You don't have to be a basketball player to relate to this, which I feel like has been like a misconception I've seen like on Twitter, like somewhat like people saying like they're not that sad because they're not in the basketball. Or something like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. which maybe you just can't relate to him as much. But still, the mom mentality is way beyond basketball. Something that you, we should all live with. Absolutely. Better yourself. Just be the best version of you you can be every single day. Everyone can learn a little something from uh, Kobe Bryant. Right. One of the things that has me like real, real upset is like uh, he was announced. It was announced today by the chairman of the Hall of Fame that like Kobe, not not that anyone thought this wouldn't happen, but he confirmed that he's going to be first ballot. This was the first again. Like well. Just the the series of coincidences. This would have been the first year that he was uh, able to be inducted, so he would have he was confirmed that he's going to be first ballot. And like the fact that we're not going to ever get to hear him give off a retirement, uh, not a retirement, a Hall of Fame speech, like just is so sad. It sucks. Would have been a, a fantastic speech, I'm sure. Hopefully, I I pray that he had one written somewhere and they can read it. That would just be beautiful. Yeah, man. I, that whole thing's going to be. Very odd, dude. I mean, like we were just talking again, like just to go off of that, like the coincidences around this, like the night before LeBron passes him in points in his hometown as a Laker, as a Laker, <laughs> and like LeBron goes on a five-minute rant about how much Kobe means to him, and 
Kobe's last how, tweet. How is, Kobe gave LeBron his sneakers. Right. And Kobe's last tweet is congratulating LeBron. Like a bunch of coincidences there. Then the other coincidence, their next the Lakers' next game. It, like since it happened, is a home game versus the other LA team. Both like, LA teams. I mean, tickets to get in the door are fifteen hundred dollars right now. Which they just announced it's uh, postponed. It is. Yeah. Why? Because of that. It. They just said. Oh damn, that's crazy. I wonder when. Well, I guess uh, we we'll have to wait to see when they play then. So wait, when when was that game uh, scheduled for? Tomorrow. Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little too soon, but um. Going back to LeBron. Is that the only game so far uh, canceled and upcoming? Yeah. In the yeah. NBA? All, right. All the games that were played yesterday. Or, yeah. I mean, yeah. yesterday was odd timing because it was like right. an hour before tip-off. So if you're yeah. going to play one game, might as well do them all, I guess. Right. It would have been a little hard to cancel the early games because people were already there. Like, yeah. When it's it not happened. like this has happened before, so nobody really knows what to do. Exactly. Yeah. 100% agreed. Uh, like another going back to LeBron, like another thing that like I took issue with is, and this is just this is just social media in general and how fucking disgusting it is and how it's fucking warped the minds of people our age and younger and some even older. But uh, a lot of older Le- people. LeBron's like LeBron's Instagram comments were just filled up with people saying that he oh uh, last night you were talking so much about how you loved Kobe and you haven't said anything since he died. The people like like. What? You're always going to have those ass- asshole trolls on Twitter. So because LeBron didn't come out on Instagram yet to mourn the loss of a what seems like a very good friend, he doesn't care. Did did people suddenly at some point forget that you can mourn in real life without doing it on social media? Why not look at LeBron's comments uh, from the night before Kobe passed? That that says enough about how he feels about Kobe. Like I don't even want to bring attention to this shit, but like let me read you like just one of these comments. Like this is on LeBron's latest Instagram comment. Here's oh one of them. God. Drew one. Where are your post at, huh? You say all this bullshit yesterday about how much you admire him, faking, acting like you about to cry. This shit is ridiculous, my guy. Stop the bullshit. People never care till you're gone. See, these are the ramblings of lunatics. <laughs> Here's another one. LeBron really wrote Mama for Life on his shoes yesterday. Following today's events, that's pretty ominous. This Kobe Bryant death is another A, sacrificial malfunction, B, a hoax. Helicopters don't just spontaneously catch fire and go down. I doubt Kobe's helicopter was in poor maintenance. So this dude is saying... So this person clearly has never heard of, of a helicopter crash. He doesn't think that they exist. No, and he's saying that since LeBron wrote Mamba for Life on his shoes the, other, the night before, it was a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. And then one more. It's I just crazy wackos. You ain't got shit to say about Kobe death after you passed him up in scoring. You ain't shit. It's all your fault. Oh, it's his fault. Like, are, are people just so... F- like, what... I don't even I don't have words. Well, that goes back to your point about mental illness in the NBA. How about mental illness in the entire universe? Right. That needs to be addressed. But why do you why do we live in a generation that you have to fucking mourn someone on social media for to be labeled as you care? Stupid, man. Like if like who cares if he posted something about Kobe? He doesn't he's not obligated to speak to us about this. He's not. No one is. No, no one's one is obligated. Right. And I'm sure that whenever the Lakers' first game back does happen, he's going to get fucking mobbed, and he's going to have to agree with a million microphones in his face. Like, again, dude, like, it's like, I heard someone use this term. It's like, it's literally trauma porn. 
Like they're putting cameras in these players' faces while they're crying, yeah. while they're breaking down. Like there's a million cameras on LeBron when he gets off the plane in tears. Like, why do we have to see this shit? We don't have there should be no reason that we are just we should not be in people's lives this way. Like it's I, I fucking agree. disgusting. I agree. Like they get off on like showing us these players crying and showing emotion. It's a downfall of social media, you know? Right. There's plenty of great things about it, but that's one of the it just pisses me off. Like uh, it's just poor taste. I don't know if you saw a video of uh, a, play, a Michigan State college baseball player, Cassius Winston. He was uh, about to be interviewed after a Michigan State game that took place during the news breaking, and uh, Michigan State head coach Tom Izzo, like you can't. There's no audio. Well, there is audio, but you can't directly hear them. But he leans in and he starts whispering, and uh, Winston. He was like, he, he goes, he goes, Kobe. And he leans in again. He goes, Bryant? Yeah. yeah. So he was breaking the news to you know that. his player so that he didn't get bombarded by this reporter who 100% would have brought it up and caught him off guard. And said, yo, did you hear about uh, Kobe Bryant passing away? And then we would have seen a clip on Twitter like... Which is what they wanted, Fucking probably. Bleacher Report would post, oh my God, the moment when Cassius Winston found out, found out Kobe Bryant died and broke down in tears. Like, cool. Like, it's, just, it's just some unfortunate. Was there any need for that? Like... Where did that? Like, what did that get you guys besides fucking clicks? No, I agree with that, Vince. It's 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 unnecessary. Right. Let's 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 try to be be a little positive for a minute here. Let, what what's one of your favorite? Just let's just list some of our favorite Kobe moments, like just moments from his career. What anything that comes to mind for you, Seamus? I just think that <laughs> I just think that besides like one particular moment, you can talk about the championships. You can talk about the MVP season. You can talk about uh, anything. Uh, the even his last game, what he put at sixty one points or something. Sixty, yeah. I, I just think that the the one moment that I, I I really don't think that you should talk about a, a one particular moment. Just his work right. ethic, period, and just like yeah. every time he was interviewed, saying like, "Yo, I just want to be great. I just like I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid of you know." I just think his work ethic. Right, really. and a lot of people, a lot of people have labeled him over the years as a bad teammate because. His work ethic was so high, and he expected the same you know, the, from teammates. The ball hog shit and he, everything else. He, he just expected greatness out of everyone around him. He said, if I'm going to work this hard like you are, that's where uh, his problems originally stemmed with Shaq. Because Shaq, you know, when they, they, they squashed their beef a couple years ago in that uh, one-on-one sit-down interview. Yep. And Shaq basically said, like, yeah, I would come in from the summer, like, out of shape because... I figured, okay, we just want to ring. I can chill a little bit. I don't have to work my ass off because I know that. And I also have, because he's a fat he said, man. He said, I know I have a teammate. Shaq. I know I have a teammate that's going to be in the gym busting his ass all summer. And Kobe said, yeah, and that's why like you pissed me off because <laughs> you knew that I was going to be putting in all this work. Right. So you didn't have to. You felt like you didn't have to. Yeah. And to he speaking, all the way. speaking of Shaq, did, did you see his Instagram post? Like the Instagram post from Kobe's like friends have been. Like Shaq's was hard. Shaq's son, uh, Sharif O'Neal, posted that earlier earlier the, in the day before Kobe's helicopter crashed. Um, Kobe reached out to Sharif, and they were having a conversation like hours before it. And like Sharif tweeted, even like you know through everything with you and my dad, like you were always like my uncle, like you know like you were always there for me. And he tweeted about you know Kobe's daughter Gianna calling her cousin and everything. That that one got me pretty bad. And then, dude, like, did you see Lamar Odom? Yeah, Lamar Odom literally said, like, 
when I was going through everything with my coma, like I wish God would have came to me and said like, we're going to take, like I would have told God to take me if it meant Kobe was spared. Yeah. It's like, lot, fuck. A lot of, a lot of the people that he knew clearly taking it hard. I thought, I thought even what Ben Simmons said was beautiful. He, yeah. he wrote a pretty lengthy, uh, lengthy message on Instagram there about, uh, Kobe and, I don't know. It's just right. it's a and tough then, situation. Like, uh, Popovich's interview uh, post game of their game on Sunday, and uh, Doc Rivers before the game, like Doc Rivers was seriously like in tears. Oh, yeah. This is the shit I'm talking about. Like he shouldn't be required to give an interview there. I mean, maybe he wanted to do it, but I don't know. I don't. I don't need people to grieve with a million cameras and phones in their yeah. faces. I just don't need. Again, to Again, that it. goes back to the whole clickbait thing. But uh, my favorite Kobe moment is easily the last game. Like, there's a lot of other ones, but my favorite was watching that last game. Out. Yeah, uh, it was crazy, dude. Like, I just remember the Warriors simultaneously were playing the game to break the all-time win record, and it just felt like no one was watching that. Like, it felt like no one gave a shit. Kobe Rightfully was on so. ESPN, too. Yeah, the Warriors like, were on regular. Right, like... Uh, right, and it's crazy. Like, it just felt like no one cared about the Warriors that night. Like, cool. We're focused on Kobe right now. Like, and... Th- Rightfully so. Kobe deserved more respect. He should have been on ESPN 1. Yeah. But, I mean, for him to put that kind of performance, like, in his last game, like, just scoring 60 points, hitting a game winner, like, beat the, I'm pretty sure that that win kept the Utah Jazz out of the playoffs that year, right? I think so. But, like, just giving the fans one more show, like, it was it was a crazy game. Like, watching that, like, it just felt like I, he took 50 shots, but it just felt like everything at the end of that game was going to go in. How many did he have? 61 or something like that? 60. You're thinking of 81 from earlier in his uh, career right. when, he, when he dropped 81. Which is insane. Which <laughs> I, uh, I've i been on record saying I think Kobe's 81 points is more impressive than Wilt's 100 because of the uh, era. I don't know. That's because of the era. I think it's in from like 2000 whatever on like to now, it's ha- much harder to score 80 points than a hundred when Either Wilt way, was impressive. when Wilt was like the biggest guy on the court. Yeah, true. But yeah, this isn't a different time. This isn't a podcast to debate this kind of thing. But yeah, that was my favorite moment. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Just like when he won won his uh, first ring without Shaq against uh, why can't I think of who they played? Magic. The Magic. Yeah, that was the year that we got robbed of the Kobe Lebron finals. We all wanted so badly. Friggin' Magic just had to beat the Cavs. We all wanted to see LeBron versus Kobe in the finals, which is yeah. crazy. I'm pretty sure at one point it was, I forget how many years in a row that no finals took place that didn't include Kobe or LeBron, but they never met. That's insane. It was some absurd amount of years in a row that both one of them, <laughs> one of them at appeared. least one of them was in the finals and they never met each other. Had to be 08 till last year. Yeah. So last finals. Right. Like, that's insane. That's like ten years. Right. That's that's something else, dude. Um, again, like when I said earlier with the MVP thing, I think that Kobe should have had at least two more or one more, maybe. I think he should have got over Steve Nash. Yeah, he probably got robbed a couple times there. Yeah, to see Kobe Bryant like when he even when he retired to see one (laughs) NBA MVP next to his name doesn't feel right. No, but the eighteen-time All Star thing—that—that's—that's that's right. I mean, but one MVP—he deserved more. He definitely deserved more. But just back to like the severity of the situation, like 
again, I just couldn't believe it, man. Like when I woke when I woke up and saw that, like I was like, this can't be real. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like it just gets even sadder. Like like you were saying about his family. Um, they just had a had a child in June, I believe, right? In June. Uh, yeah. Yeah, June or July in the summer, sometime. And it's like. People can say whatever they want about Kobe Bryant. He 100% seemed like he was a great father. Oh, definitely. I mean, every interview the guy gave, he talked about his family. In fact, when he was talking about, of all things, talking about why he uses his helicopter, the the number one reason was to get back to his kids so he can have di- so he can spend a twenty minute car ride with them, to yeah, pick them up from school, pick them up from school, have dinner with them fast instead of waiting waiting in the L A traffic. Dude, I mean, the guy was just a classy guy. A all the resurfacing man. shit like that, like these interviews with Kimmel and that interview, like it just. But like that—that's what it holds people, so much more. But weight that's now. what people need to look at instead of like, uh, like I don't even want to go on Twitter to read negative comments. It's like the people just don't have any respect for the deceased, the the loved ones that that are left behind. It's just why bring up negative things when the guy was an all-around great guy and just just listening to like WIP today, like people calling in that were former teammates and just like. <laughs> Or just people that went to school with the guy just saying how great he was of a person, how he was always positive, never walked around like a superstar, like just never had like a condescending attitude towards anyone. Right. And it's just, that just is a testament to who he was. Did you see uh, last night in the games that were played, uh, first and foremost, Trey Young came out. Trey Young took it pretty hard. He's a younger player. Uh, Gigi Bryant had come out not that long ago and, like, basically said, like, that was her favorite player in the NBA. So, yeah. like, Kobe, like, took an interest in him and, like, you know, talked to him or whatever. Yeah. And he was pretty shaken up, like, pregame, again, like, with these fucking people shoving cameras in his face of him hugging his mom and crying. It's like, I didn't need to see that. Like, yeah. let, please let him do it in peace. But regardless, I saw it. And uh, he came out. Normally, he wears number 11. He came out wearing number 8 in honor of Kobe. Which, again, the league just... Sometimes just let shit go. They basically you're not he wasn't allowed to wear that number the entire game or he would have been disqualified from the game since yeah, he wasn't wearing his number. Like come whatever. on. Come on. But anyway, so weird coincidence cuz another player Devin Booker also like he was another one that was seen crying before the game and everything. They both they didn't play each other. They played in different games, but they both took 24 shots and they combined for 81 points. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's you can't, just, make, can't right, make this shit up. That's that's just insane. Twenty four shots for both, and uh, there's a lot of ironies. I'm pretty sure they said Trey Young shot like eighty one percent at the free throw line, like just, it's crazy. Well, dude, just the whole. I mean, we already mentioned this, but like, I still can't wrap my head around the the whole LeBron being in Philadelphia as a Laker, moving past Kobe the night before everything happens. It's just, and and the way that. LeBron talked about Kobe with absolute admiration and respect, and I don't know. It's 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 like sends shivers down your spine. So now uh, to go off what Taylor just said, I'm reading on Bleacher Report now that the the game was canceled. Uh, Would you out think of, Taylor out of was respect for fake news? No, earlier? no. I'm just scrolling Twitter and I saw the Bleacher Report said uh, it's been postponed out of respect for the Lakers organization after the death of Kobe. So what do you think about that? Mm, I think it's a good move. It's a good move, but it, it's the Lakers. I mean, that's his team. It's, right. it's his city. Dude, like that's another thing. Like if you're if you are a Lakers fan or you're from LA, like it's not often that you have a guy that comes to play for your team at 18 years old and spends his entire 20 year career on that team. 
like in that community. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Like that just sucks for that community. Like it sucks for everyone. It sucks for basketball. It sucks for people that are just a fan of Kobe in general. But being in LA, like he was LA. Like he embodied it. He was the king of LA. He em- everyone everyone loved Kobe over there. Spending twenty years on one team is just it's unheard of nowadays, especially. Especially in the NBA. It's totally yeah. unheard of. Really in yeah, like in any sport, pretty yeah. much. Like they everyone just switches up or whatnot. But to spend twenty years on one team, like uh they were looking at the uh top four scorers of all time now, and each of the top four scored their final points or well yeah, final points as a as a Laker. You know, uh Kareem, Laker, Carl Malone scored his final points in a Laker uniform. LeBron's yep. obviously still going. And then Kobe as a Laker. Like Kobe was the only one that scored like Kobe scored all thirty three thousand of his points in a Lakers uniform. Jeez. Or however many he's got. I'm pretty sure I was somewhere in the That's range. It's amazing. Uh it's I don't even know what else to say, dude. Like it's just I don't know. Like whenever stuff like tragedies like this happen, it's like there there isn't really anything you can say that's you know. There's no right thing to say really. There's no wrong thing to say. It's just it is what it is. It's sad. It's just real it's a tragedy. It's like I mean right. I was talking to my dad about it and he was like, dude, like I don't know. It reminds like me. And he's of, not even a, a basketball guy. He's fan. not he's he not even like, like a huge basketball guy, but he was just like really shook up about it and he was like it reminds me of when like John, he's a big music guy reminds me of when like John Lennon like he said I have the same feelings of when like John Lennon got assassinated it's like right. it's somebody so big and so like like John Lennon transcended music like he was just an icon like everyone knew him Kobe the same way it's Kobe's not just a basketball player he's he's an icon he's an icon like a He's a like, dude, like, like we were, we've already said, but just like it doesn't even feel real. Like it's only a day after, so like it's still pretty fresh news. Like, but like all day yesterday, I'm just sitting there, like thinking, like, holy <laughs> shit, like there's no way, there's no fucking way Kobe Bryant just died. Like, it's, it's uh, it is unreal. It's it's like, hard to fathom. Right, it like is. so young, and like I said earlier, like it just felt like he was a guy that was destined to be around the sport for years. Like whether it be maybe one day getting the coaching, or one day maybe a GM or an owner, or maybe he you know does the same kinds of things in the WNBA because he was very supportive of women's basketball, women's basketball, oh, yeah. women's the women's soccer team because you know he's always said like they were great role models for his daughters, and obviously he was hoping his daughter would one day play in the WNBA, which I'm sure she would have. She was a she was very very talented. And that's the way he goes. He was on his way to coach his daughter's uh, girls' basketball team. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. like the Mamba Academy. It, the video came out of all the people that were there and just mourning the loss. Like, they were waiting for Kobe to get there. It's like, and people shit. forget he's a two-time gold medalist, too. Yeah. Uh, a, guy, a guy did Actually everything. Actually, five. Five times. Really? Yeah. You sure? That's what I saw. Let me... Let me fact check myself Big though. News. But like I uh, <laughs> I'm starting to just get at a loss for words here. Any other any other moments you could think for Kobe, like specific that you remember? Just like wow. Just like reading about and like watching videos from like even his Laura Marion days where he was like the <laughs> the most athletic person on that court by ten times. It's just like just watching that shit. It was like he was destined for greatness since a very young age. And Philly made, too. People say, ah, oh, Larry Marion's not Philly. It's close enough. 
Yeah, it says he won. It says he won five, five gold medals. Oh, there you go. Oh wait, I don't know because now I'm seeing two. You can't backtrack now. <laughs> some, then, so you can't just like some of these sites are saying two. Some are saying yeah. Okay, maybe it is two. Two thousand eight, two thousand twelve. Okay. I don't know where the five came from then. I don't know either. I think you just have Pat Burrell on your mind or something. He was number five, dude. Yeah. Uh, don't make me like hold up cue cards over here. I I know. Oh okay. But anyway, I as much as I'm saying that I don't want people to have cameras in their faces to mourn, I am gonna be interested to see what LeBron has to say. Like, especially because the night before, like we've said, he passes him and he goes on this very long speech about how much Kobe means to him. And within, isn't it crazy that within not even a 12-hour span, the the words Mamba for life on LeBron's shoe just has a completely different meaning? Oh, absolutely. Like, fuck, man. It's weird how fuck. LeBron always talks about the universe. And every single, he's always like, yeah, the universe. Well, it is weird how the universe works. There's so many coincidences, even with this Kobe Bryant thing. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. But I, like I said, I am going to be pretty interested to see what he has to say. Even I guess I, that makes me a hypocrite because I'm saying I don't want cameras in these people's faces. But, I mean, it's it's, gonna, it's inevitable that it's going to happen. So I guess that I am going to tune in to see what LeBron has to say. Of course. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a fucking gut punch. I mean, yeah. It's going to be very sad. Yeah, that's for sure. And I guess the next time he'll make a public statement in front of cameras. Probably will be, will be next, whenever they play next. Whenever yeah. they play next, which I assume is going to be... Whenever the next game is, besides the LA game, um, yeah, the next game on their schedule is. Hold on, I'll pull it up right now. Probably actually. Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be the thirty first. Yeah, so that's that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, the game I against the Clippers will be made up at a different time. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, solid move canceling it. I guess you know, I mean, especially it is the Lakers. Like, like he's probably like, like Magic Johnson said he was the greatest Laker of all time. Right. Like, and that's. That's coming from a lot because a lot of people would consider Magic Johnson the greatest Laker of all time or yeah. Kareem. So hearing that come from that guy, it's like, damn. I mean, people held this guy in a very high regard. Absolutely. He's the only player ever to have two numbers retired. That's pretty amazing. Two numbers. But, yeah, going back, I I think we said this on the way here. I hope that Kobe's wife never, like, really gives a public statement. I mean, I guess she's. She's gonna have to because someone's gonna force her to. But I'd be completely fine if she mourned in private. Well, I don't know when this whole uh, NBA Hall of Fame induction ceremony is gonna take place. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> she's gonna be there. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean she has to say anything. Uh, no, because I mean, I'm assuming that they'll have someone, like we said, someone like a friend, like maybe even like Shaq or you know another friend in the league. Yeah, give his like. Not as maybe hopefully he has a speech written like I said earlier. I would love to hear that. That would that would be very uh Put it this way, the NBA is gonna do something incredibly nice to honor Kobe in some way and I'm sure it's gonna go over very well. And I'm sure his family's gonna be heavily involved because that's right. Kobe was a family man. I mean, could you imagine how sad it would be to listen to someone read like a speech that Kobe wrote before he died? Yeah. Like if, dude if that exists. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm praying. Uh, listening to did you ever watch his uh the animated short that yeah. won the Oscar Dear yeah, Basketball he won like, an Oscar for that? My God, like watching that 
like even made me cry. That just goes <laughs> like, to show you how talented that guy was, like in all areas. Just never satisfied, dude. He's like, all right, like I'm done with this basketball shit. Like I'm gonna get an Oscar now. People that knew him like literally said he was a genius. Like literally a genius. I mean, when you're willing to work as hard as he is was, it you can accomplish a lot. Oh yeah. When and you he, have that kind of dedication and work ethic towards whatever you do. And I was actually taken aback when I saw his age and that he's only 41 years old. Right. Because he's he's had such a long playing career. It felt like he was just he was about to start, like, the, you know, I guess he had it, but it felt like he was just getting ready to really kick into, like, the second half of his life. Like, yeah. Like, all the things he could have done, like, or would have went on to do, like, as far as, you know, what we said before, coaching or anything, anything he wanted to do. Clearly, he was very talented, just, winning an Oscar it, in, like, his first year, retired. It sucks that he was taken like this because, I mean, the guy had a good, like, 40... 45 years left and uh, it just wasn't meant to be it's crazy the way the world works sometimes you know but uh espn's really been killing me with using his um the, the videos they made for his retirement with all the players saying thank you kobe thank you kobe like it, it again it just fits this i don't want to say it fits it well because it's tragic but like it just it works for this situation too it's like fuck this is sad yeah all the players thanking him and whatnot. I mean, if you are a basketball player, like it's unquestionable that you looked up to Kobe Bryant. Uh, if you're our age, Period. like you know, in this age group, like even if even LeBron, like you and people act like, and I guess hopefully this dies. Let's let's end the debate. Let's stop debating Kobe versus whoever. Let, just time to start appreciating people. Just, yeah, but you know that that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, but for, as far as it goes <laughs> for me, wishful I'm done. Thinking I'm events. done. I agree with you. I'm done. However... It's time it, to just start appreciating everyone. That's just not how this world works, right. sadly. Right. Cool. I can only do... I can only cha make changes to myself, which I said I would, because his death affected me. I but, respect um, that, Vince. You're a people, good, you're a good people, laddie. People always acted like... Uh, you know, if you were a Kobe fan, you couldn't be a fan of LeBron or vice versa, right? Like you had it's just to, stupid. you had to hate one. Stupid. I guess the same thing goes for Jordan, but he was in a different era, so I don't really take him into consideration at this point. Yeah. But it was always like, oh, are you a Kobe fan or are you a LeBron fan? It's like, it's like, why can't I be a right. fan of both? Both <laughs> like tremendous said, athletes. I don't really know why. I guess I was in the point of my life where I just hated greatness, so I didn't like LeBron before, which makes no sense because I liked Kobe. Wait, I guess you hate you. I used you to, hated greatness. Just Which like, makes no sense, actually. So wait, what do you, mean? you just hated people that were like at an elite level? I, I don't know. Did I you ever hate Derek Jeter? I mean, he was on the Yankees, so yeah. No. I, I currently hate Tom Brady, so maybe I'm still in that phase. But um, but I don't know why I hated LeBron, to be honest. I just did, and I I feel like a Kobe. lot of people like hop on bandwagons, meaning like if a certain group of people hates a certain player, they'll just choose a side. And without any critical thinking or without any rational reasoning. Right. Oh, LeBron sucks. Well, you can't really say that because he doesn't. Oh, Kobe sucks. Can't really say that because he doesn't. It's well, like, yeah, people just talk out of their ass. And well, I talk out of my ass. That's one of the too. things that like I've I, said. I often say that Ben Simmons sucks, even though <laughs> clearly he doesn't. I always pretense my Kobe versus LeBron or Kobe versus Jordan or Jordan versus LeBron arguments with the fact that I hate having those arguments because in order to build one up, you have to kind of seem like you're shitting on the other person. Like, <laughs> right. if me and you were to get into an argument right now about Kobe versus LeBron, and I'm on the side of LeBron and you're on the side of Kobe, we'd basically shit on the other player without, to big our player up. Without presenting any right. facts. Like, the more common argument is LeBron versus Jordan, and I've always taken the side of LeBron, and 
by the end of if you sat down and listened to me have an argument on this, by the end of it, you'd think I thought Michael Jordan sucked. Right. When reality, I know that again, he's either the first or second best player of all time. That's and why vice I versa with people that go for Jordan. By the end of their their rant, you would think that they thought LeBron was like not even top ten. That's why I agree with you in that like those debates like uh, Kobe or LeBron are, are kind of pointless because they're both great. <laughs> I mean, like we can't like end it with that. No. No. Right. Like then it, there would be no uh, radios. Radio then, shows. Uh, then guys like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless wouldn't have jobs, probably. Name dropping, bro. Oh, yeah. cool. Hopefully they don't hear this. Uh, Hopefully they don't come for me. I'm sure they're going to come for you right away. <laughs> uh, I just got a tweet from uh, from one of them. <laughs> they're they're coming to take us down, uh, s- dude. Stephen A. Smith, like if anyone had... takes us down, Taylor's taking the, the blame. So. <laughs> We're fine. They had, again, of course they did because he, like, does Stephen A. Smith sleep? I know we're getting a little off topic here. I don't think that that man sleeps. And he gets paid, like, the highest. He surely looks like he doesn't sleep. Because I'm going to get into why. Like, the contract that he has with ESPN, like, people are like, oh, my God, that's so much money. With the amount of hours that that uh, Stephen A. Smith works, he's probably making minimum wage per hour. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like he doesn't. No, I'm, I'm obviously joking, but <laughs> he works like all hours of the day. If something happens at 3 a.m., I feel like I can just picture ESPN walking into his room, like blowing a trumpet, like get up. But what is he? Get up. It's not like he. Like, so he's not. No, I know. Do not, do not do that. What? I feel like you're gonna down, down talk that as work. Uh, I'm not going to down talk that as work. I'm just going to say he's not like, you know, obviously it's not on in like an oil refinery or something. I'm just saying you turn on ESPN at every corner. He's doing an episode of sports center with someone. He's featuring on first take. He's <laughs> doing fucking highly questionable. He has his own show, his own podcast. He does radio. Yeah. You're wildly like, underestimating the he, amount he of covers, that takes. Right. He I, goes I'm to not, games. I'm not like, underestimating anything. I'm just saying, I'm sure he gets paid substantially for he it. He does. And I'm just saying that he definitely earns that. He earns that because he's he, he he's everywhere for ESPN. But my point was that uh, he was on, you know, they brought him on SportsCenter to talk about Kobe. And he just looked like he was like deathly ill, which I'm sure he was just upset because he's a friend of Kobe <laughs> Bryant's. But well, the guy probably doesn't sleep. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just like, God damn, like. Stephen A. Smith was probably sleeping for the first time in a week and he got woken up with that news. It's yeah. Like, and also, uh, just like thinking about how sad it is, like people like overseas, like in China, like places that were such big fans of Kobe, like outside of the U.S., they like had to wake up to this news. Yeah, it's like, true. So, like you wake up and you're like, holy shit, Kobe Bryant's dead. Like, yeah, it really doesn't feel real. It won't feel real for a while. It, it truly won't. Like, the last celebrity death that really affected me was personally was Mac Miller and like this transcends that like those two in particular Kobe like again he was like the first athlete athlete I ever really like loved like obviously I was into the Sixers and the Eagles and all that but like he was like the first big name that like I really got into yeah and he by the time that I was able to like really comprehend sports which you know whatever that was he I've been following this dude for over you know how old am I? I'm 20 years old. I've been following him since I was like, you know, before I was 10. So like, it's been a long time. And then, on the other hand, you know, Mac Miller, like the other person I said, his kind of grew up with his music. You know, gets you through shit. Like music is like that. But those are the two. And Kobe, I thought Mac Miller was like the saddest I'd ever be over celebrity's death. And then Kobe died, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. People, <laughs> took, people took Mac Miller like really bad. Yeah, 100. Like my my age group. Especially, like, 
I was in, and again, we're just kind of getting off topic, but it doesn't matter. I was in like seventh grade, I think when his debut album dropped, I bought it on CD and like just grew up with that music. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So his death was the first, his was the first celebrity death that ever fucked me up bad. Well, and then you, Kobe just took it. When you feel a connection with somebody through, whether it be sports or music or whatever, it's. Right. And that's something, again, that I've die, seen a lot of people that just either have no heart or just don't, I, I don't know. They must just have no soul. When people get on Twitter and they're like, oh, all these people acting like they knew Kobe Bryant, like you're so upset about the death of someone that didn't even know you or you never even met. It's like, just shut up. They're just assholes. Just shut up. They're you, it, it is, uh, admittedly, it is a weird feeling, though, to mourn someone that you never met, but you feel like you knew these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in a weird way, you feel like you knew Kobe Bryant because you were always excited to watch him play and read his stats the next day on SportsCenter because they played in L.A. Dude, he was always on TV. Right. You always know, on TV. Living in Philly, you know, you couldn't stay up too late because you had school the next day and your parents would make you go to sleep. She'd wake up the next day and rush to turn on SportsCenter yeah. to see how many points Kobe dropped. Not or, only that, every time the La- every year when the Lakers came to town, he would always like stop by Larry's or whatever, and like he would always be mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, like talking right. to people. And he would so just like, be all over, like all over the news and everything. So like, you know, it people just so it people is like, just it is like we right. know him. people are just weird. Like, if you feel it, you, that's you like shouldn't you, feel weird. To but that's someone. like saying like you can't be a fan of uh, an athlete because you've never met them personally. Right, it's this literally the same argument. It's like, like I, oh, you like uh, you like LeBron James? You never met him. How could you like the guy? Well, right. I'm a fan of him because I enjoy the, I enjoy basketball or whatever. It's the right. same thing. And so it's just like, just like I said, like you kind of grow up with people like that. Like you don't know them, but you feel like you do. Like again, to just go back to Mac Miller again. Like I didn't know him. I never met him, but his music impacted me in ways that I, I haven't even been impacted by some people that I do know. Right. You know you. F- Things like sports and music just kind of like connect us all. Absolutely. And regardless of if you ever met the person, it doesn't That's matter. That's why when somebody like that doesn't matter. When somebody like that dies, it's 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 really surreal. Like like even like going back to like Michael Jackson. Like dude, he was like the biggest like right. the biggest superstar in the history of the universe. This is one of them things where you're going to always think back where were you when yeah. you found that Kobe Bryant passed away? Dude, you go all the way back to everything. People still talk about the whole JFK thing, JFK right. Jr. Dude, John I was Lennon, like, everybody, what, everything. what year did Michael Jackson die? I don't even 09. remember. So I was, I was nine, ten years old when that happened. I still remember where I was at. Yeah, because that was such a moment. And like in ten years from now, I'm gonna think back where I was when I found out Kobe died. I mean, it's because nowhere special. I was just at my house, but I'm but, always gonna remember. But these people think waking that, up, like you. We look at these people as if they're not people. They, we look at them as if they're immortal because mm-hmm. of how great they are on the basketball court or whatever, baseball field, whatever. But they are. They, I mean, they're, they're uh, just like just us. Just to, to, to and go back happen, to what we said in the beginning. Dude. And it could happen to any one right. of us whenever. That's what I was going to say. To go back to what we said in the beginning, it just goes to show you that life, life doesn't care how much money you have or how famous you are. Or you know how far reach you have in the world, like it could end like that. When it's your time, it's your time. And it, you hate to say that, but it's just it. See, on one hand, you hate to say that, but on the other hand, like it just kind of motivates you to just like live. It's so corny and cliche, but literally, you just got to live every day like it's your last. Like, leave like just leaving the house and coming home safe is like a blessing. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, that goes to show you. Like, that's a prime example. Like, anything could happen. So you just got to really just, like, live. When I was listening to uh, to the radio, like, coming in here, like, somebody called in to one of the stations and said, yo, I 
it was a mom and she was like I'm not a fan of basketball. I don't know anything about basketball, but I know Kobe and just this right. situation. I put myself in his wife's shoes. Her daughter's at like goes to Penn State or something. She drove all the way up to Penn State just to give right. her a hug and drove back. So it was, it's like yeah. like shit like this really impacts people in different ways and it's yeah. it's just a weird it's weird. It's totally bizarre because of his age and how sudden everything happened. It's it doesn't seem right and there's really no answers. It's going to be I don't I just feel awful for Vanessa Bryant because not only does she have to grieve the loss of a man that she's been with since she was 17 years old, like her daughter, and meanwhile, she has to be a mom still. Yeah. Like, she has a newborn child. Yeah. it's She's going to have to be incredibly strong and honestly, like, really just keeping her in prayers. It's heartbreaking. Like, that's like, God, literally God bless. And the like, baby's going to have to grow up without their dad. It's yeah. just... It's, it's, a, it's a lot, right? It's a lot to take in. There's, and there's a lot of moving it's a lot parts. Of, right. It's a lot of raw emotion just being the day after. Like Plus, everyone said, else like, that died. There was nine people that died on yeah, that helicopter. Yeah, like you know, we left. Mean, like so dude, many families. The, lives the family impacted. of John Aldabelli, who was the coach of uh, a college ba- baseball OCC team, OCC or for, something. I forget exactly. Uh, him, his wife, and their daughter, who was a teammate of Kobe's daughter, were the ones that passed away in the accident. They left behind two other kids. Like, yeah, and just like you don't even want to think. Like, just imagine, like you lose your entire family. Like, Jesus, man, it's it's dark. It's dark. It's about as dark as you can get. Something you don't want to think about, but it's the reality of life. Yep, well, it's fragile. And hopefully, you know, if there's one thing we can take away from all this, it's that, like, like I said, I would like we just start living each day like it's your last. Tell the people you love, you love them. You know, never. If you have any beef with people, you know, try to bury it, dude. None of it matters. It's true. None of it matters. Because do you want, like, the last words you've said to someone be, like, over some dumb bullshit? Like, and then anything could happen. You know what I mean? That's true. Anything could happen, man. So just live every day like it's your last. I agree with that, Vince. Anything you want to. That's one thing that we agree on. There you go. I mean, there will be a lot of episodes of this we podcast. Found common ground. There will be a lot of episodes Damn of this it. podcast in the future where me and you don't agree on things. It's uh, it's good that we can uh, well, have this moment. Basic nature of our friendship. <laughs> exactly. Anything you want to say before we go, Seamus? Just, it's just a sad time. It's a sad time for the world. Right. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, all the victims of that horrible tragedy. Uh, definitely in our prayers and. No, like I just said, everyone just make sure you live every day like it's your last. Love everyone, love hard. We'll see you guys next week from the nosebleeds. That's all. Yeah, yeah.